What's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm about one hour into a drive to see the physio today. It's um, Wednesday morning. Physio's away this weekend. I think there's a trial race for the USATF Olympic trials. Anyone who follows running quite closely will know, like, the USA Olympic marathon trials are a pretty big deal. Um, for obvious reasons, you meet the Olympics, but also just it's what a lot of sub-elite or maybe just sub-elite guys will aim to qualify for. And by, by sub-elite, I mean probably non-professional, non-contracted, not paid, love the sport, train really hard, are bloody good athletes. Like, so I think that the qualifying time is 2.19 for a marathon. So very, very impressive guys. But the amazing thing about America is they hold this qualifying race and first three across the line make the team. So it kind of puts you in a mind frame of, well, if I can qualify... I have every chance, like everybody else, to, to make the Olympic team, which is really awesome. Um, obviously, the trial race is every four years, usually early in the year, so it's like February, March sort of time. So basically this weekend, they're going to hold a, like a, a race that acts as like a test to test the course, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the physio, I think, is going to go there and treat a few guys that – are planning to race that and check out the course and things like that. Um, so I got a cancellation this morning. I left Flagstaff. The fucking view, excuse my language, on this drive is, it is incredible. I'm driving down the mountain to Phoenix, and it is just incredible. So I left this morning at 5.30. No, I got up at 5.30. I left at about 5.50. Um, it's now about quarter past seven, so I'm well into the journey. Not a million miles to go it's 160 miles i think to the physio so it's quite a way but as we've talked about before like i'm willing pretty much to do anything in my power to be better and i really think this physio is a guy who can help and so here i am on the road at 5 30 early enough that hopefully i miss a bit of the morning traffic and also early enough that hopefully I can get a run in in Phoenix before I see the physio. One thing I want to discuss on that topic is I I have control over what time I leave the house. I don't have control over the the journey, and maybe there'll be a crash on the journey, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like other cars, maybe there'll be. Um, I'll have to hang back a little bit because of like delays. But I also don't have control of what will happen in the physio. So the reason I'm trying to, the reason I left early was to give myself the best chance to miss the morning traffic. The reason I left early enough to do a run before I see the physio is because, like I said, for all I know, I'm going to get work done. And the physio today might suggest that I don't run later. <clears throat> and if I haven't done any run this morning, then I'm going to be pissed off that I didn't get up a bit earlier and go do that run. Like at the end of the day, it's not quarter past seven. I usually wake up at this time every day. So what's the big deal that I was on the road an hour and a half ago? Like not a big deal at all. Um, so that that's a really important thing, guys, just to bear in mind. If you have obligations, 
whether it's work, whether it's um, looking after the kids, you know, like there's a lot of things going on in life that we don't really have control of. Don't don't put things off that you need to do. So if you if you have a six mile run to do that day, get up a little bit earlier, do your six mile run. And then no matter what happens the rest of the day, you've already got your six mile run done. You can procrastinate. You can say, oh, I'll do it later after work. But what if you get kept back at work? What if something pops off like an emergency at work? You don't have any control over that. So the second you leave your house, 8 a.m., whatever, to go to work, you don't really have control, at least full control, over everything else that happens that day. So I, I think it's a important thing. Probably I should have ran when I was in Flagstaff, so I should have got up at 4.30, but that, that's a bit ridiculous, and it would have been freezing cold, and um, I, I couldn't. Ah, there you go, I'm making up excuses, but um, perhaps if I had a treadmill or something in the garage, I could have done that. And that way, when I left the house this morning, I would have already done my run. Um, but hopefully there'll be time um, um, in when I get the Phoenix here. So yeah, that's that's today. I'm gonna go gonna go see this physio and see what he has to say today. Like probably bankrupt myself in the process. But honestly, I I, I think it speaks volumes for not necessarily how dedicated I am, but like just just how committed I am to being better because. When you're willing to spend probably a third of what's in your bank balance right now on a physio session, and I already spent that like literally last week doing the same thing, you know, getting physio, getting treatment. I think that speaks volumes. I could have went and bought a PlayStation. I could have went and bought a new TV. I could have went and bought a Nintendo Switch. Whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, but I'm willing to invest in my body and invest in being better, and that's. And that's huge. I don't even fucking think about it. It's just a done deal. If I see an opportunity that somebody can make me better, then I'm all in. I'm ready to try that. Um, and of course, we're talking about legally. It's here like this physio is just working on my body. Other people delve down a path that, like, I guess becomes destructive in itself, and they're willing to invest money into non-legal ways of being better. And I'm not about that whatsoever. Um, and the day that like my brain even thought of something like that I'd fucking quit walk away the next day because for me running has always been about overcoming different adversities overcoming mental battles and overcoming maybe my brain thinking I can't do something or whatever you want to call it also about challenging myself and and really seeing how good I can be um once anyone goes down the line of cheating or cheating in any sort of way well I mean Different people are in it for different reasons, but if I cheated, well, then I'm not coming. But like, I'm not getting over any adversity, or I'm not getting over any mental blocks. I'm just taking shortcuts, and that's what the brain always wants to do. Even if it's not cheating, the brain always wants to do shortcuts. So don't be, don't find yourself looking on your Strava to see the minimum amount of mileage you can do this week to hit your goal. Just do the mileage that you were supposed to do that day. You know say your goal is 70 miles for the week and you've already run 65 and you were supposed to do eight miles that day but you decide five is enough fuck that that's five not enough you're supposed to do eight that day and just because you did a bit more at the start of the week well that's your fault it's not like it's not the world's fault or it's not if you have an eight mile run to do go do your eight mile run don't take shortcuts the brain will always want to take shortcuts it's lazy that's everybody that's mine included but it's also amazing when you not when you trick it, but when you overpower it, you just be like, no, I'm doing my eight miles. It's amazing the feedback you get from that, the good feeling. 
Um, so I want to tell you a bit about yesterday. I was out there doing a hill session, and it was actually really tough. Like, it was tough on a couple of levels. I, I hate hills, and when Ha said we were doing hills, I was, like, devastated because hills killed me, um, especially at altitude. And I'm, I'm not the strongest hill runner, as I've talked about. So we're doing hills, four sets of three-minute, two-minute, one-minute, four times. Um, you do a three-minute hill, you jog back down. You do a two-minute hill, you jog back down. You do a one-minute hill, you jog back down. And then it's a pretty short rest into the next three-minute hill. Um, also, if you ever do hills with people, it's a feckin' nightmare because someone's always feeling good or someone's better at hills than you are. And, and this is what I want to tell you about. We're doing these hills, and I was already concerned about, like, my hamstrings. That's what the physio was working on. And I'm sending excuses over to Haas, like, are you sure we should be doing hills? Like, if I'm going to see the physio about my hamstring and glutes, is this not a step backwards? And Haas knows I'm just trying to be a pussy and try to, like, be allowed to the hill session. But, um, and I end up, like, he, he compromised to let's just do three-minute hills, and that'll be a bit easier. But then I show up, and, of course, I'm going to do the session with the guys anyway. He probably knew I was going to, but I was just being a bit of a pussy the day before. Anyway, um, I show up. I'm doing this session. These guys are really working me. Um, first set, I lead just to sort of show what it's about. Second set, the guys take over, and they're pushing a little bit. And I remember, I remember clearly around set number three, I was starting to really have to work at this point. Harder than I've worked in a while, harder up that hill than I've ever worked in Flagstaff because usually I do it by myself and I probably take it slightly, slightly easier on myself um, naturally. Um, anyway, it, it was the fourth three-minute hill, <clears throat> and I told myself, if you could not keep up for the next three minutes up this hill, you will not make the Olympics. I swear to God, like. This, this is just fucking natural. This is just where my brain is at. Like, in the past, it might have, like, got pissed off at these guys for pushing the pace. It might have got a little bit upset that I'm struggling and the fitness isn't where it needs to be. This time, it told me, basically, get up that effing hill and keep up. Because I, I talked about breaking 210. We're also talking about the Olympic Games here. We're talking about uh, achievement that is not easy by any stretch of the imagination and I knew for a fact I could keep up for that three minute hill but I knew if I pussied out I wouldn't and so I put the Olympics on the line I told myself if you can't keep up for this three minute hill you won't make the Olympic Games because I knew it wouldn't be the last time that my brain would want to settle down that maybe my brain would try to justify that I should run a bit slower in that three minute hill you know like, maybe you should go with this effort and let those guys go and all this kind of bullshit. And then I just decided, nah, you know what, fuck this. If I can't make it up this three-minute hill. And then it became a two-minute hill because I kept up for a minute. And then it became a minute hill because I only had to keep up for the last minute. And I was I was working my ass off. Like, I mean working my ass off. And then my brain was like, all right, you're done. Like, don't worry about the two-minute hill and the one-minute hill. And then my whatever the fuck it is, maybe it's my alter ego, basically told my brain to shut the hell up and we're doing that two minutes and one minute and we're keeping up in those two. And and that's what happens, guys. Like, once you once you fight back, you, you end up surprising yourself. And that's kind of what happened yesterday. But 
I'm going to have to do that a lot over the next um, probably couple of months before these 10Ks. There's going to be a lot of sessions that challenge me, and, and I just got to deal with them and, and, and get better. Um, but I think it's important to realize that this isn't natural for me. Um, I'm not like this crazy person that like can just fight back with his brain all the time. Like I, I've, I've definitely something, something I've definitely been working on. Um, <clears throat> I can only imagine that because I'm doing it more and more in every aspect of my life, it's becoming more automatic for my brain to fight back rather than for my brain to kind of like quit on me, which would have happened in the past. And, and, and I'm sure everybody experiences that where maybe they're in a session and they're struggling and maybe someone's dropping them and you blame the other person. You think like, why is this fucker pushing the pace today? Like, how dare he? Like, I hate training with this guy. But secretly you love it, but you're kind of like getting all upset and all worked up. That used to happen to me all the time. In fact, it happened to me in the tempo the week before that I told you guys about. But I fought back that day and I kept up. And, and maybe that's what happened in that hill session because I fought back the week before. And because naturally I'm now like a fighter rather than a quitter. You know, maybe maybe that's what stands by you. So just bear that in mind the next time you're struggling a little bit. Um, maybe just ask yourself, like, you know, you're... You, you, you talk about wanting to break 15 minutes for 5K or you talk about wanting to break three hours of the marathon, but when, when shit gets dirty and shit hits the fan, are you, are you willing to step up? You know, Are you willing to challenge your brain? Are you willing to tell that the idea of quitting or the idea of giving up? Are you, are you willing to fight back or at least push through it and try? You might not hit the splits, but at least try, you know, and, and maybe you'll surprise yourself. So, yeah, that was that was really interesting. Um, it 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 kind of surprised me. Didn't surprise me at the time, but I kind of thought back after. I kind of thought, wow, like it's amazing how far you've came, buddy. Like you know, I didn't always fight back, and I didn't always sort of like defend myself and my brain. And I I used to just give in, and um, I'd have made up some excuse about my hamstring, and my hamstring was bloody tightening up and stuff, but. I just don't live in the excuse world anymore. I can't be fucking ass with that. Like, you gotta, you gotta fight back. You gotta. I, I tell you, it's why I run. I run because I didn't like the the pussy within myself that used to quit all the time. Like, I, I just seen this really talented and blessed kid that just quit on everything. Quit on school. Quit on friends. Quit on like family at times. Quit on relationships. It just pissed me off. I, I I didn't think it was me, and it certainly wasn't me. And the more I've explored running the more I've like developed into this person that I'm starting to kind of become really proud of. And, and, and I, and I hope like, like other people see that and other people can not necessarily be proud, but kind of think, you know, what? like fair play to that kid. Like he, he's working and, and, and like, I'm just trying to change. I'm trying, I'm trying to take a, a body that was capable of doing something, but needed. I had a body that was capable of running probably something like 210 for a marathon, but I swear to Christ, I don't think my fucking brain, was ready to commit to running for more than six months in a row. That's where I was at. That's the that's the that's the fundamental problem that I had. It was never it was never about my body. It had all the talent in the world, but my brain was a little pussy um, and a, like a spoiled emotional rat that had this little pussy brain, and it just needed work. It needed tailored. It needed hardened. Um, and and now it's a fucking animal like i've talked about a lot of times like 
now my brain doesn't fuck about it all. Look at Houston Marathon. Could you imagine if someone said to me, hey, buddy, you're going you're gonna to go the wrong way and both your hamstrings are going to be pretty much falling off with eight miles to go. What are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? I'd probably have sat in the house. You know, if I'd have been given the choice, I'd have probably said, fuck that. But it, it is amazing that then when push comes to shove and you're there on the day, you just you just get on with it. You just make it work. You know, you, you deal with whatever hand you're drawing. And I, I could not do that a long time ago. A long time ago, I used to have everything go my way. And I still wasn't able to overcome, like, just the challenge of running, just the 10K or just the half marathon. Now I, I get minus two celsius weather 13 mile per hour winds i go the wrong way and i have two fucked up hamstrings and i just fucking tear through it makes no difference to me and my objective is clear i'm getting to that finish line in the goal that i set <laughs> and and that's it like it reminds me of dublin marathon when i when i basically just quit it, it, i wasn't winning i wasn't leading anymore i i really started hurting <clears throat> i'm running up this hill and you run up a hill from about mile 22 to probably about mile, maybe it's about mile 21 and a half to mile 22 and a half. And you get to the top of this hill and then there's another fucker, this steep bitch. And I'm running up it and I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, like someone's cheering me on. Like you can get back to the lead group. And I think I look at this guy and I'm like, it's like he probably seen the quit in my face there and then because I just give up. I just decided that I was done, you know, and that was mental that. Okay, some of it was physical, but that was mental. I give up. To then lose the Irish title by about 30 to 40 seconds in the last probably 1,200 meters of the race, for fuck's sake, Skull, you know? Like, that, that day, I think the victory was gone, fine. But you've got to fight, you know? You can't just give up. Like, I just threw in the towel. Like, 30 to 40 seconds. I went, I, I went from 5.15 mile into 6.45 I'm pretty sure if I had any ounce of fight in me that day, instead of being a little bitch about it, I would have got to that finish line at 6.15 per mile, which wouldn't have been a PB, wouldn't have been the best day ever, but I'd have won the national title and I could have been proud of myself. But we're not superhuman. That is a fact, right? So maybe I needed to quit that day. Maybe I was always going to quit that day and hand them, throw in the towel, and it was just going to make me stronger. Um, Fast forward a year later, I'm in the European Championships. It's 36 degrees Celsius. I don't feel the way I want to feel. The race has gone off faster than my PB, and I'm, I'm in pretty much last place, but I'm on for a 15-second PB at, like, 3K, and then I'm fucked. I, I, the same, same battle hits me. Mentally, I need to decide, do you pack it in? Do you drop out? Do you keep pushing hard? And, and my body chose to fight back that day. You know, like, it didn't, it didn't fight back and get me a PB. It didn't fight back and place really well. But I still broke 30 minutes. I still raced the two guys that were closest to me and not quit because I told the physio that's what I was going to do. I told the physio I was going to fight for every position that I possibly could. And that's what it did. I worked with what I had. I had X amount of fitness. I had to deal with the weather like everybody else did. And, and probably I ran a poor tactical race and you should never go off at a 15 second PB in 36 degrees Celsius. But actually the race goes at whatever the race goes at and you just got to get in there and get involved. Um, but at the end of the day, that was a day where I fought back and 
I might not have ran amazing. I might not have ran an amazing time. But I, I made myself proud. I think I made the Irish team management pretty proud. They probably seen how bollocks I looked with probably 6K to go and thought, oh, shit. But, look, that's hard, you know, and you can't buy that. You need to, you need to earn that. You earn heart and you earn it in training and you earn it in life and you earn it every single day that you're given a, you're given an you're given an opportunity to fight back or to quit. And if you fight back, you're one step closer to being a tough son of a bitch. If you quit, you know, you've taken a little step backwards. But it's gonna happen, you know. Let's let's try to aim to be seven out of ten little choices that we have. Let's aim for seven at first and then eight and then nine and then ten. You can't you can't muscle up um if, if, you've, if you've made soft decisions for most of your last five years of your life, for whatever reason, you can't go from, you can't go all or nothing on this, but it's the kind of thing that you can work at, right? So drop the excuses, drop the labels, you know, everybody's the same. We're all given the same tools and we're all given a body. If at the minute we have the health that we're dealt, you know, maybe that's something you can work on um, and, and let's start making better decisions. That's something that you're in control of. If that means getting to the end of a six-mile run and you know you're supposed to do eight, do the extra two miles, fight back. Um, if that means getting up on a Sunday, the weather's really shitty and you've got a long run, don't postpone it. Go get it done. You'll be super fucking proud of yourself when you do. But look, guys, that's all for today. Um, I'm still probably about an hour. No, I don't have that much, actually. I have about 45 minutes to get to the physio place, then I'm going to run, hopefully about eight miles, come back, wash myself off, and then go see physio. But... Have a good day. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you all for listening. It's wicked. Feedback's been wicked. Um, All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye-bye.